Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello and welcome to Staying Up with Cami and Taryn. I'm Cami. And I'm Taryn. And every night we get to have a sleepover. Most nights actually, not, not tonight. tonight. We get to have a sleepover, but every week we invite you to join us. So thank you for staying up. Uh, I feel as like you can we're tell, on a date. <laughs> as you can tell, we're not in the same place at this or, moment. Or well, most people are probably listening, so they have no idea. Oh, fucking duh. Okay, yeah, you can't <laughs> tell. But if you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify, you can see that I have We're having a very important Zoom meeting. B- we're on Zoom. I have beautiful architecture behind me. Cami yeah, has our cool. Gorge beautiful there. couch behind her. Um, and it actually feels kind of fun. It's like a different sort of sleepover where we're like, this is like yeah. the long distance dating sleepover exactly. vibes. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard, and you can even share video podcasts on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads, and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. It's been so great for Taryn and I to record and publish our episodes ourselves from anywhere. So if you're ready to start your podcast, give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. I'm excited because when you're away, I feel like we barely get to speak. So now I have an excuse to like, I feel like normally we wouldn't have a date while you're away. And now selfishly i'm like i get to have a date night <laughs> it's cute i'm hi, having baby. fun already how's hi, your hun. day what bro you i'm do zonked today? i'm Are a little zonk zonk yeah oh, so Bob. i'm up in san francisco for a work retreat um i i know <laughs> i was just telling others um <laughs> this is our date Cami was here for like the weekend basically and flew home this morning. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. And um man, I just my social clock or like my social battery battery is just I, I really give it low. my all. I really give it my all out there when I meet people, say hi, do my hellos. But I'm maybe like, this was like not even day one. This is day zero for your work thing. Day one was basically day one. Today was yeah, so basically I'm here for the week for three days. We're doing like a camp for work, which is like mostly fun stuff, but also some work stuff. And everybody from every office that we have, like from Paris, Chicago, um, is like all flying to San Francisco. So we're all here. It's awesome. Um, it kicks off tomorrow, but a lot of people flew in today. And I went into the office today and it was awesome so fun to meet people always shocking to see people's heights um you just never know how to a funny bit i it was just shocking like yeah yeah just shocking and a lot of people were like whoa you're way taller than i thought you were gonna be 
Especially um, because like this is kind of how you're seeing them all the time. It's not like yeah. the internet where you're seeing full body pictures or like yeah. even a TikTok, you can like see more of someone's body. Like you're getting this and normally you guys are closer. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're never seeing like my legs or, you know, whatever. That's, so anyway, today. <laughs> oh, I'm yawning. Today <laughs> like, was. I'm done. Um, Really fun. Uh, we use this app where you get to choose what you want for lunch and so you get to I choose from like, here. I know you choose from like seven restaurants and then you have a budget and then they text you when it's there and they're like, your lunch is in cubby a 19 and then you go to it. And I like, I got soup dumplings from my favorite dumpling <gasps> place in San Francisco. So dumpling that time. Awesome. Is that what it's called? Yes. Good memory, honey. Amazing. Um, so I got my little dumplings. I worked. Yeah. I chatted. I scooted around in my rolly chair. Oh. Um, and then, and then the big, the big crescendo, which I haven't even told you about. I haven't um, heard anything yet. Oh yeah, that's true. Was <laughs> so after work, a small group was like, "Well, we should all like go get drinks or hang or do something, right?" Definitely. And so there were four of us. We were really close to Hayes Valley, which is my favorite place in San Francisco. So we walked to Anina, that outdoor bar that I love. Um, and we get there and I text Kelsey and I'm like, yo, we all walked to Anina. And she's like, oh, all the leadership team is going there too. And I was like, oh, and I was that? like, well, it's great. It's fine. Okay. But it was more so like, oh, does it look lame that we're already here? Like crashing yeah. the leadership team dinner. Yeah. But instead, the guy at the bar was like, oh, are you with the big reservation? And I was like, oh, well, it's our team, but it's not us, but it's also kind of us, whatever. And he's no. like, I'll just put your yes. drinks on the tab. And we were like, okay. What? Are and you allowed then, to do that? It, well, yeah. So then he was like, we'll figure it out when they get here. And then when Kelsey got there with the whole leadership team, she was, was like, like, $500 Yeah, tab. absolutely. No, no, no. Oh she was like, absolutely God, put your amazing. drinks on the tap. Like, yeah, yeah, she's like, it's totally fine. So I I mean, we no one went crazy. I, mean, I guess that makes us. sense. Like, it's like you guys are there for the trip. You are with you're like bonding with your team. That's kind of the point. Yeah. And then I got my souvla salad and I brought it yeah. back there and I ate it and I had nice deep conversations, some heart to hearts. We talked all about mm. all sorts of divorce, soulmates. Ooh. It was, yeah. Bring was them really, on the pod. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it was really special. But as oh, you can tell, sweet. if you're watching, uh, my eyes are a little heavy and I'm a little like. It's mm. feeling a little drained. It's yeah. so funny. The adding it to their tab just reminded me. Uh, Taryn and I have been working to combine our finances and figure out like mm -hmm. what card, what goes on and how best to split it. So I have um, a guy. <laughs> I have a guy who. I got a guy. Basically is like financial advisor and like tells me what to do and does my taxes and all that. He's my business manager. Um, but <laughs> we've just like recently figured out the split for everything and certain things we want to keep on my card because I can write certain things off because I own a business. Mm -hmm. And Taryn sounds like David from Schitt's Creek. Like anytime we use my card now, she thinks it's free. One, because... She doesn't feel like it's her money because she's not seeing this money come in or yeah, out. Yeah, I, I don't see it. And then just because I said that because he could write off a lot of it, she's like, 
it's right off. It's free. <laughs> That's not how that works, babe. I and just she doesn't want to understand wanna, it. You don't want to understand it is the real thing. No, you're it's enjoying like I get it. thinking what? it's free. We just don't pay taxes on it. <laughs> kind of. Not really. It, so basically, when you own a business, you have expenses. So you're yes. not going to get taxed on that. Like, I have to pay certain things to keep my business going. So I'm not going into an op- like your business is going to write off those drinks because that is technically a business expense, getting you all up there, getting you all together. Just like, why is that a business for... expense? That's just, that's just well, different st- something we have... don't need to do. Well, I wouldn't say that the IRS will be coming for you. <laughs> They'll be knock, knock, knocking. Um, different. Well, I don't know if they expense are... it like this, but <laughs> you trying not to get in trouble. Like they basically, <laughs> I don't different... know anything. no, you can, you can like, if you send a client, let's say your company sends you flowers for your birthday, they can write that off. Mm-hmm. It, it's like part of it. It's morale of the company. Drinks as well. If I take, if I take, well, this doesn't typically happen my way. It's normally the other way. But if I take somebody from a brand I want to work with to lunch to hear about their company, and again, normally then they would be taking me to lunch, I would write that off. They would write that off, whatever, because that's a meeting like it's part of how this it shit is so going. dumb this shit is so dumb it's everybody being like like this is this is some made up house rules situation well, that's when that's why it's so scary because one my career is really scary because there are actually not roles yet for influencers yeah. so we're yeah. all just doing our best trying to like be smart about it right off like but it's it's hard there's so much gray area it's really confusing and you want to write stuff off that is a business expense and to you it's a yeah. business expense but at the end of the day you're like is the irs going to see this as an as a business expense or are they going to see stuff that is and i'm not writing it off and i'm wasting money and spending more on taxes mm. it's insane and that's why companies like amazon don't pay taxes they have found enough fucking loopholes they don't pay taxes which is fucking insane and ridiculous and the really bad thing i think with taxes is that it's the wealthy people who know the loopholes, who can hire the right tax, the accountants to figure it out and mm-hmm. get them out of it and pay less. Like I didn't even, I still don't even fully understand taxes. I'm still learning about it. You obviously don't understand. <laughs> and, <laughs> but we're the ones who go, we're so scared because we also can't afford it. If the IRS goes, no, you messed yeah. up. Cause we're not meaning to, I that. but it's like, here, figure this out. Even though we never taught you how to do it. And if you get it wrong, you may get all of your things taken away from you and you might go to jail. <laughs> it's like, what? I guess so I scary. just, so is it, is, do I get to write it off? Because if I own a business, then I am giving back to the economy. And so I shouldn't have mm, to. It's not really about the economy. It's that I'm giving back to the people or something, right? No, it's not about giving back to anybody. It, oh, sorry, I knocked my camera down. Why wouldn't about, everybody just own a business then? You can't. But also, again, it's not about giving money back because you can't you can't own a business and then work your corporate job and expense anything because you're working for the corporation. They're the ones who should be supplying all your needs that's why like when you started working from home they would give you a a stipend to pay for like office supplies at home computers because you were no longer using their supplies at work and it seems really nice that they're doing that yeah it does but it also and it is it is great that they're doing that but also if 
they had no expenses anymore, which not that they would have none, but their taxes would be higher. Like they want to have more. No, but what is the government's that. case for giving you a tax write off for you just having a business? It's, it's not you don't get it for just having a business. There's no case for it. It's that. So let's say somebody makes $50,000. But in order to make that $50,000, they're not just going and clocking in and giving their time and then being paid and paying certain taxes and getting money back. They are having to rent office space, get order supply. So that income, it may look like they made $50,000, but once they did all the stuff to actually create their business and keep it running and moving and hiring people and whatever it may be, they only made $10,000. So if they then only mm -hmm. made $10,000, but they were taxed on $50,000, let's say the tax on $50,000 is $20,000, but they only had made $10,000. How are they paying the $20,000 in taxes? They didn't even- But isn't that just your fault for not figuring out the no. right- no, like not margins at all. or whatever. But for what like... could be the margins if you literally, you're not making, it's profit. It's not just flat out what income you've brought in. Just like, think about like when you're. You're so making... smart. This I is have, smart. I own a business, baby. <laughs> oh, I just mean like, I like, this is, I don't know this. I truly don't understand this. Like, I'm not playing it up for a bit. I'm not no, whatever. I, I not. like. No, I know, but I'm just saying to all of our girlies that are here at this slumber party that like I I am baffled that you know this stuff that you know what you're talking about right now but it's also not not smart to not know these things because we don't learn these things until we have to and I think that's really where the problems lie where it's like it is so daunting starting your own business because you yeah. just don't understand this and then you don't know it until you have to deal with it and maybe it wasn't the right decision to start because it's so daunting and I like even paying somebody to figure this out and teach me these things or explain these things or work with people is so expensive that I had to be successful before I could even afford that so I think it like you know the rich just keep getting richer situation <laughs> Bitch, you're the rich in this situation, aren't you? But I, yeah, but I wasn't. Like, I'm lucky that I was able to, like, teach myself things or find out or have people to advise me on things. But, like, I didn't, I didn't just have this. I didn't grow up getting to learn this. But a lot of kids do from their parents who own companies and are very privileged and wealthy. So it's, like, it's hard. I'm sorry your parents didn't teach you I mean, I guess like at the end of the day, I had to, sorry. this it's fine. This is just me. This is, this is privilege that I don't have to know any of this stuff is the honest truth. Is that like, for sure. I've never had to think about any of this. I'm just like bopping through life and it's all working out. Yeah. But it also, it's like, it's kind of fucked up. It's, it's a privilege that you don't have to, but also that could deter you from creating your own business because you're like, oh, I don't fucking know how this works and it's too scary and daunting and I don't know how to. I mean, I would just pay a guy too. Like how you pay a guy, I would just pay. A guy. I mean, I pay a guy mm -hmm. to do my taxes and when I do my your freelance tax, stuff. You can do your own taxes. They're so simple. I'm not doing my own taxes. Okay. But when I have my like freelance stuff, he like helps me write stuff off. He yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, that's when you really can because you have expenses. So even though it says you made X amount, you only profited that is so dumb it's like fake it's all fake it's this not. is so but it also is like this is so dumb that we're all being like 
No, tax write offs are incredibly important. And I great. know that that's not important. the fake part. Just... The taxes are the fake part. The like made up amount we take from people and that it just screws the little people is what's fucking crazy. Look, I agree with you. Clearly. It's just that I think it's cute that someone's like, let's figure out how to help people make money and then they'll have to pay taxes on the money that they make. But then certain people will get a special little special deduction. It's not. It's no, you're seeing it wrong. It's not (laughs) certain people. It's the people who have expenses for their company. Other but, people but don't you can have just expenses. say anything's an expense. I don't know. You it. can't. You can't do that. You can't just say anything. <laughs> okay. The IRS will be like, what? How? But, okay, how but is a that? Lot. Oh, think about everything. Every What's the movie called? Um, everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Think about that yes. when they're going in and trying to explain. And she is like the karaoke machine. And they're like, your hobbies are not your business. You cannot write this off. But I feel like that's the exact type of thing that people would write off and that it would be fine where you'd be like, oh, it's for team building. It's for music, for ambiance, for the business. It's for blah, blah, blah. It's like, Depends why did it not work for you her? Have because she owned a laundromat. But you need music in the laundromat. I mean, you should have been in the room with her when she was getting audited and you could have helped her out. Um, you know what yeah, job I would love? It's gray area and everyone's trying their best to figure it out so that there's paying the lease and taxes but not getting in trouble and it's a mess and it's such a silly system you're correct go ahead hmm. i was gonna say you know a job i would love what is like if if you had to be in front of like the tax guy the tax collector guy or whatever yeah. and like <laughs> you had to bat you had to like battle for people's like to to help them write stuff off i would be so scared if that was your job i'd be so scared for all of Bro, those people no give me okay i own a laundromat give me an expense tell me something that i expensed that i shouldn't have expensed um okay yeah go ahead the karaoke machine do it oh my god the businesses that do well on my street are businesses that have an added extra oomph they're businesses that aren't just delivering clean laundry. They're delivering community. They're gl- delivering joy. And so what I found is that every laundromat on my street mm-hmm. has music. My building doesn't allow for music, but there is a workaround where if I have a speaker pointing in a certain direction and it is more singing than it is bass, then and only then can I have my music playing. So this karaoke machine, while you might see it as an actual karaoke machine, is actually just a way for me to give the patrons of my establishment mm-hmm. a little bit of joy back. Miss mm. Arnold Scott, do you often like to use workarounds in situations of the law? Look, you see workarounds. <laughs> I see smarts, street smarts. You're digging a hole, baby. No, that was great. And that's why you're a genius in marketing. But please stay I mean, away from the taxes. I mean, I'm trust me. The last thing I'm doing is anything to do with our finances. I don't want it. I'm not it doing is that. it is just crazy that like a lot of people are just out here guessing and hoping and wishing and praying for the best. Everybody. Most people. Except for you. You know what you're doing. Um, I think I have a pretty good grasp on it at this point. Yeah, I'm mean, still always scared. I'm like, they're gonna do something wrong. And with my job, they could literally like decide the parameters of what is and isn't tax write-off and things like i don't think they would ever do this but like a camera which is very clearly 
something uh-huh. that you, I need to do my job. They could all of a sudden be like, nope. And then I believe, I don't know for sure how it works, if it would be like moving forward or if they would go back through all of the years I've had a business and be like, you expense it here and here and here. And I need to pay taxes on those. I don't know. That's, that's fucked. Yeah. That's fucked up. Um, did you wow, have an, very informative. Did you have an okay day without me? Yeah, I was so sad to leave you. I was like, you were really sad. Really I was really tears. surprised and I thought it was very cute. I was really sad because I was really sick this weekend. Yeah. So I didn't get to, I didn't feel like I really needed this weekend away and I wanted it with you. And I was like really looking forward to it. Um, and it was just incredibly tainted. And I finally felt better. Like a lot better time. this morning, honestly. And then it was like, okay, I got to go. And yeah, it was bad so early last night. Dude, I was a sleepy bitch last night. I was out. Even the episode, sleepy little bitch. <laughs> you know why I was so sleepy? Because we had five bottles of wine yesterday. Yeah. I was thinking that. Like we did crazy. the We did the wine flight before we mm-hmm. met up with people. And that was like the most generous flight. I've ever seen that was just three glasses of wine I think it was like one and a half okay I guess that was normal but it looked big and then I don't know how many we had at the next place I definitely paced myself a lot better at that yeah I was going wild yeah I was just scared I was like at any minute my stomach could go back into panic mode so I just like need to be ready um but I never felt drunk no neither did I or Maybe we I felt it, but I never lot. like seemed it. I think is more the thing. Yeah, hmm. you don't. Yeah, you didn't until you pass out during succession last night, and then I was like, "Really must be." Well, I was just zonkers, man, and I'm also just eating like I've never eaten before. I feel like I'm just like <laughs> every time I see food, I'm well, like, going "I have it. to have all of it, every last bite." Yeah, when it's good, it's like maybe I'm growing. Oh, I'm gonna get taller. Maybe I'm going through a growth spurt. I don't know. I love you, dude. What's been on your mind this week, baby? Dude, have you heard of Connor Bedard? No. Okay. I think you'll love Connor what? Bedard. B E Dard. B E Dard. B E Dard. Got it. Bedard. Okay. Okay. Wow, I've been I so just... excited to hear this. Taryn's been like, won't tell me this story that she's had for so all the whole week. She's like, I want to save it for the pod. Let her. Uh, so okay, okay. So this is. Sometimes I get scared of my brain where I like really focus on something, and I can't stop thinking about it. And Connor Bedard has been the object of my like. I'm just thinking about him nonstop. Not in a hot sway. He's 17. Oh, God. I'm, t- I'm saying that's not what it is. You were no, I know, I know. I know, but now I feel weird for even looking at you weird, but I didn't know. <laughs> no, he's young. He is apparently, apparently. the... Apparently. Sorry. He is going to change hockey forever, this kid. What is he up to? They call him Honey? a franchise-changing hockey player. That's and a big statement. Okay. So the NHL draft is like in a month or two. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you don't care about sports, just care about this story. It's kind of cool. Um, the NHL draft is soon and the worst teams go into a lottery and 
then if you win the lottery, you get to pick the best player. Mm-hmm. So basically everyone has agreed that Connor Bedard is the one that is going to be go to the first team. Okay. And it was up against like the ducks. And Where's I think Connor from I'll, I'll get there. Okay. Um, it's up against the ducks. And I think the, I don't know, something else, Blackhawks or something. And the ducks like, got we sucked this year. Give it to us. The ducks got second. So they basically missed getting this kid by like just luck. Oh. Um, and now the Blackhawks have Chicago Blackhawks have sold like five times more tickets than they've sold in literal years. Just, just people because, assuming just because they think that they will pick this kid. So this kid is 17 years old, born and raised in Canada. Um, always good at hockey. Like everybody was like, he was kind of like a national treasure. Everybody knew of him very similar to Sidney Crosby, like exact same energy and vibes. Yeah. Um, when he was 14 years old, he was granted exceptional status, which was that, which meant that he could play in the like Canadian professional league, the highest level of Canadian hockey. Yeah. So he was so fucking good. Everybody is obsessed with this kid. And now obviously he's like, going to be the quote unquote franchise changing player. But one of the coolest things that I heard in his story was that when he was growing up, like when he was little, he didn't want to do anything but play hockey. Like there's a story where he's uh, his sister wanted to go to Hawaii and his family was like, Hey, we're all going to go to Hawaii. And he was like, I'm not going like, he was like eight. He's like, I'm not going. And they were like, why? And he's like, I can't be away from hockey for a week. I'm not doing it. And so he, he worked it out with his family that he brought all his hockey gear to oh, Hawaii. My God. The lady that worked at the airport in hockey Hawaii families was like, are so never... committed. I know the lady that saw, or uh, there was a lady that worked at the airport in Hawaii and was like, I've never ever seen hockey gear in this. Who's bringing their hockey place. gear to Hawaii. In this and place. so, and so while they're out there in Hawaii, he's skating, practicing. Where? There's There's videos like of him like on the sidewalk. Summer? No, like he brought roller oh, skates got it, got it, so got that it. he could just practice. So he's obviously really amazing, whatever. Then you're actually not supposed to rollerblade before you skate. Maybe it's different when you're a figure skater because it messes up the way you move. Like it's not exactly the same as the blades. I move. get that. Yeah, but maybe not with that. hockey skates. I don't know, but the point is he didn't even want his like little body to stop. He's like, I just got to keep going. I got to go, go, go. So then he had this like nearly career ending issue where he, something happened. He went to, I don't know, he was playing a game and something happened and he like fucked up his arm, like his like main wrist. And he was out for 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And as a kid or recent? Kid. So this is like right before he gets this exceptional status and is so yeah. amazing. Um, and he's out for 12 weeks and he refused to stop playing until his doctor was like, hey, man, you're in the zone where if you keep fucking up your wrist, it's going to grow back wrong and you will definitely never play again. So then he every single day would play with only one hand in his house so there's videos of him in his garage just like flailing the hockey stick using his body to push it whatever so he's yeah so he's just using his top hand Mm -hmm. and the way that he did it 
it would like pick the puck up a little bit and like have like some fling to it. Yeah. So that when he was finally healed, his dad was like, he was a completely different player after that. Like, like just even better. So much better. And now Thanks. he has this like perfect hit or this perfect whatever hockey shot that nobody else has that he got because of the way that he broke his wrist and just kept pushing through it. But like really in a safe through that way. adversity. Dude, and so now he's like this kid that is so fucking chill, 17 years old, is literally changing the NHL before he's even in it. And oh, I saw a video. Those scare me so bad. I'm like, if they don't live up to the hype once they get there, I'm going to hurt for them. Like Wayne Gretzky called him and was like, he's like, I think it was Wayne Gretzky unless he was prank, unless it was somebody pranking me, which would be so embarrassing. But like, he's just such a kid. Like, it's the cutest thing ever. And so now he's going to be in the NHL, which will be sick, but like literally 17 years old. And he is, it's so cool that he hasn't even been here yet. And he's already like the guy. Yeah. We got it. I'm just like obsessed with this kid. I know I nothing like, about him, but it's so cute. I mean, you get obsessed with sports stories. Um, but this is like particularly adorable that he just like knew it in his heart since he was a little kid that he wanted it. And then something that could have totally fucked him up for a while. It just like made him better. Like he's meant yeah. for this. Oh, yeah. And there's like a I saw an interview of them being like of someone on the NHL being like, hey, Connor, are you ready to figure out where you're going to go? And he's like, yeah, man, it's just kind of a waiting game. And they're like, well, for people who are just finding out who you are, why don't you tell us something about you that doesn't have to do with hockey? Like, you know, something that that about your life when you're off the rink. And he was like, oh, man, well, um, I love like roller hockey. I love roller skating a lot. Like it was just like he couldn't talk like, about anything um... but it. I love woodwork, but I only make hockey sticks. (laughs) It's just so cute. So anyway, I'm just obsessed with this kid. I love like a prodigy and there's something about a Canadian that is so chill too, where I'm just like, he has so much pressure on him, but he's just like out out there vibing. Yeah. He's totally vibing. So yeah, that's my love for Connor Bedard. What's on your mind, honey? (laughs) Your new favorite person. Um, well, one, I've realized that all of my what's on my mind thoughts come from when I'm in the shower, mm-hmm. every single one of them, mm-hmm. but I keep forgetting them because I like think in the moment I'm thinking about it so hard. I'm like, never will I forget about this thought. It will yeah. never leave me. And then like five seconds later, I'm like shampooing my hair and I'm like, well, what was I thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm this sorry. one, I remembered, I was thinking about time. <laughs> Uh, whoa we are backing up into the metaverse um no so i'm in the shower and i have and i can't even think of what it is now that like one tiktok song that went viral um i can't think I of mean, how it goes i can't think of the melody but it's like where's all time gone where's I don't know. the time go dun, something like that anyways um but i was thinking about that and how stupid it is <laughs> That we say, like, ugh, where did the time go? Or, like, spend it wisely. You only get so much time. It's, like, so weird that we think of it as a currency of something we have and that we spend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not the 2000 Justin Timberlake movie, even though that is such a good movie. That's, like, not how life works. Like, Mm -hmm. we we don't have a bucket or wallet of time and we, like, 
dish it out. We are literally gaining it every second. Like, oh, that second went by. Mm-hmm. I just got a second because I just experienced it. I don't like, know that you can ever I, have a have a second. That, I don't actually think that you well, ever whatever. have it's like, time. I'd like, oh, that minute. I just uh, now I have it now. I have thirty two years, two months, like ten day. I don't I have no idea what day it is. Mm. I have them because I earned them because I experienced them, and I. I you have, have memories. You don't have no, no, no. time. But then time does not exist because you never did. You weren't born with time. You would have literally died right away. Like you yeah, and then you had no time. No, no, you had however much time. You had seconds, minutes. Everyone, everyone ends up with mm. different amounts of time. You end up with the amount of time. You don't start, no one starts with like a set amount of time. They didn't like use it wisely. We are, we're thinking of it in the reverse. You are not starting with an, an amount, a finite amount. You're literally, you had, we had a great time. You had it. You have it. You take it. You take the time, and the time is yours now. My brain is forever. freaking out. I'm freaking no, out. But isn't it such a sweeter way of looking at it instead of being like, oh, my God, I just wasted all the time. It's like, I didn't. Go to, now go do something else. You didn't waste it. What? No, that I don't understand. No. You, you did. No, no. Maybe that's not no. what you wanted to be doing, but you did it. And, and now, and you have that time. Maybe don't love what you were doing during that time. You might have not liked that you didn't like move or do whatever the thing you want to do, but mm-hmm. you didn't spend time on it. You gained time. You just didn't like what that time equated. Like maybe sometimes our pennies, sometimes hundred dollar bills. You like we put different value on the time. I we gained. see what you're saying. You're saying that spending time is not a real thing because you did never have it. I don't have it to give. Again, I am not Justin Timberlake with my little thing on my hand that I scan and they go, here's an apple. That's five minutes. Okay, no, I have a, I have it. So then a pushback to you is that when people say, you know, what are you going to give your time to? What are you going to, like, will you give me your time? Those are just phrases that we've made up that are wrong and stupid. Why though? That doesn't. Because I mean, you are you using scared. any you... time that you will have to sure, uh, sure. but it puts it in a really pre- negative light. I think. I think we can look at it in a much more positive light. Instead of wasting or spending time on things, you mm. earn the time. It is now yours because you. So, what would you say instead time. of like, I I want to spend time with you on Friday. I would like to gain time with you on Friday. It sounds cute, but it's not clicking. Because you're not used to it. Because we've all been saying this rubbish for too long. I want to gain. It makes sense. Because you cannot spend something you don't have. The house could collapse and I could die right now. And it's like, I'm just out of time. But I thought like I was thinking about my time that was going to happen next week. No. I didn't get it. I didn't get, I wish I had time. I want it. I wish I had more time. The only way to get time is to live and do stuff. You're not giving up money. I wish I had more time is not like, oh, I wish I had this pocket of time to give away. 
I wish I had more time. I had. I wish I had more moments that I get to experience and live. I wish I could collect them like little Pokemon. But the way that you choose to use those experiences is the way that you are spending your time. No, but you're not spending it because you won't have it. You can't no, spend it. No, okay, wait, it. wait, wait. But what if every second, it's not more time or less time. There's just, you get time. Like one unit of time is every second is a unit of time. Yeah, you get so, it. You get them and maybe you don't like what you got during it. And that's okay. Okay. That's wild. <laughs> Listen, it makes sense. And I want all my little peepees out there to back me up because it makes so much sense. I just think that time, you we do still spend your time. I love getting time with you. I love I love getting time with you. Okay. That I that I can understand. That's the thing like we getting. That, but you get it because that is something we actually say. The only reason you're not getting it is because our little baby brains cannot <laughs> comprehend things that we have just been told the opposite. I'm just saying, we gotta change it. We just gotta change what we're doing. I'm just saying the way that you're saying the way that you're saying gaining time is not landing for me. Okay. People are gonna listen to this podcast. They just gained an hour. Of laughs. No, of they knowledge. okay. No, now now you're because now, now they experience uh-huh. something and now they can use it. You can't use a time. You don't have the time. You can't use it. But I can now no, use. You spend an hour I listening can... to this podcast. You're wrong, and I'm mad. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, I would love to gain my next few moments with you telling me our gossip story. Yeah, well, let's do it. I'm gonna bless you with some time earned. Listen. You can't give it to me. You, you don't see, have it. You can't you give see, it to me. Well, no, because I'm no, I'm giving you the story. So the time the time is now replaced with the story. You got the story. Bro, Shut you're, up. T- you're losing it. We lost up. her. Okay. Tell us, tell me, tell me what one of our little PD oh listeners god, is going baby. through. This this is why I'm ready. Oh my god. Okay. I turned my air in my hotel room down to 66 and You're I am insane. a cold. You love that shit. You love being so chilly. Okay, you ready for this? Yes, please. Our little baby PP Isabel is 28. Isabel. Isabel. Okay, hit me. Isabel. And she What's just got out of a serious 6-year relationship. Eek. I know. Long. So, naturally, 6 years we can all do the math here from 22 to 28. Shame. That's a lot of growing up. That's a lot of growing up, which is exactly why it didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, that's a hard time to grow with someone. And I mm-hmm. think we've given advice to somebody on the pod before. It can happen, but that's tough. And I think they both realized that they were kind of like growing in different directions yeah. and at different life paces. They were gaining time differently. <laughs> Bro, and you're going to send me out of this <laughs> wherever and i am they decided to part ways okay Sad. so mutually it, it sounds pretty mutual but you know there's still a lot of heartbreak so much heartbreak that our poor little izzy baby took about a year to be ready to like jump back into the dating scene i can see that we get yeah. like that sometimes yeah so actually she might have been dating this person from 21 to 27 and now she's 28 it's a little unclear on the timeline but basically Seven years. I mean, if well, I will say if we broke up, I might take a year just to go suck a dick. Oh, sorry. Did I say a year? Sorry, I meant a month. Woo. 
I'll take five minutes, just like your nightmare last night. I was just going to say, this is actually reminding me of my nightmare where you were fucking Dua Lipa's boyfriend. I was so pissed. Same day we Yeah, you'd be like Anwar over there be like, I can't breath. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) go ahead. Back to to Isabel. Back to Izzy. She needs us. Okay. So she's not ready to date. She takes a year to gather herself. Kudos to her. And now she's ready. She's ready to get back in the game. So her friend invites her to a little game night. Sounds like a mixing of friends situation. So she's excited. Always fun. Vibe out, play some games. And right away she gets there and she meets Reagan and they just hit it off. Like Reagan, hot. Izzy and Reggie. Yeah. I made up these names. So, (laughs) well, I'm having a great time in this fanfic. I was Googling like names that are similar energy to. Oh my god! Okay, but cool. I didn't like them, so I picked my own. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they're like having inside jokes right away. They're we love that. That's flirty. such a good sign. They're touching each other's arms, like the whole bit. So Isabel is like, "Hell yes, this is just what I needed." I'm playing games. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking. I'm flirting with this babe. This night's perfect. Mm-hmm. So the night starts winding down. Everyone's starting to say their goodbyes, and as she goes to hug Greg and goodbye. Reagan slips a little cheeky note in her pocket. She Hot. opens it. It has her number on it with like a little heart. And she's just like on cloud nine. This night cannot get any better. Wait, that's actually really cute as fuck that she like. So I, you cute. know what I like to picture? The fact that Reagan is gaining time at this party, writing her number down on a little piece of paper, like in the corner being like, I'm going to do it. That's yeah. so fucking cute. Yeah, like when did she do this? Was there paper during the games and she like kept one? Like I vis- envisioning this is adorable. Adorable. So uh, since Isabel's been out of the dating scene for what, like seven years now, she doesn't really know all the roles of like how to play cool. When's too soon yeah. to text back? Do I wait a few days? Do I text her right now? So she splits the difference like any good lesbian and texts her the very next morning. <laughs> Okay, well, I was going to say at least three days, but no. <laughs> but three days Reagan, is too long. Reagan responds. Yeah, you would not. Reagan responds in lightning speed. Like, of she's course, like sat there staring at her phone like, when is she going to text me? So they're very much so on the same page. So it's totally fine. Love that. So they start texting and they are texting every single second nonstop over the next Cute. week. Like Cute. literally the second they wake up, they're falling asleep, texting, like not finishing, sending the text. Like it's so fucking cute. We're going there. We're fully going there. Pure lesbian bliss. I love that time in a relationship too. It's just it's so cute. like blood is coursing. And I feel like with girls dating, it is like that giddiness that you have in like high school and middle middle school, but we do it as adults. Yeah. And it's, and it's really sweet. cute. And it can be toxic and bad, but. Is very cute and very fun. It's a video cute toxic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Isabel's a smart girl though. So she stalks Reagan's social media for any red flags. Um, mm-hmm. and she discovers that she also recently got out of a serious relationship. She's not really worried because she's like, I'm not gonna raise a red flag when I have that same flag. So we're good. All she cares right. about is that they don't have any mutual exes. So as far as she can as she's concerned, she struck gold. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. Friday comes up and Reagan asks Isabel if she has any plans for the weekend. They're like literally. Oh, wait, I lost it. I lost it. Okay. Oh, 
Yes. Isabel is off on Saturday. She's like, this might be more perfect. They make plans. Okay. So they go to a restaurant and the initial sparks from the weekend before are just enhanced. The driving. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say they're not there. No, no, no. (laughs) They're way more intensified. Like Isabel is like in love, ready to wife her up, buying a ring right now. Like she's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. So they're being all cute and sharing their Sunday. And Reagan asks if she wants to come meet her dog. Like a smooth little, you want to come over and meet mm-hmm. my dog? I've had that happen to me before. Have you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good trick. So they go back to, you know, quote unquote, meet the dog and just like watch a movie. Classic. Hang and bang. Hang and bang. Um, but when they get there, Isabel is surprised to see that there are two dogs, not just one. <gasps> the ex who's who's the other doggy who puppy and she's like oh it's my roommate so she's like fuck yeah two dogs for one like again oh, no. this is too good to be true it's we not true vibing so they go to reagan's room and they're like you know hanging out and, having a ball. and the roommate knocks on the door and they're like oh god and she's like do you guys want some homemade chocolate chip cookies i'm like Nothing can go wrong unless this girl gets murdered because it's no, this bitch is dead. The roommate's the ex. So, um, yeah, they're like, hell yeah, let's refuel. We'll get right back into our little hanging bang. Were so they, they banging like, or like, were they being they were like getting and... there? I think, you know, Cute. okay. So they like get decent and they open the door and Isabel is like, I don't know, why does this girl look familiar? Like, I know this person. And then it clicks. And who do you think this is, Taryn? It's the ex. Yeah, you're right. It's the ex. It is her ex from their long-term relationship, not just That's a still lives shorty, there. Katie. Yeah. So no one says anything. It's just Fuck. like this awkward elephant in the room that Reagan doesn't think Isabel even sees. It's just fucking awkward. But she doesn't know what to do because this is, keep in mind, their first date. So she like what a doesn't fucking wanna... psycho for bringing them cookies. Psychotic move. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, she's trying not to freak out. She's like, "This is so perfect." So they get back to hanging out, vibing, and they're like having sleepy kisses. They're like going to bed, and all of a sudden, Reagan's phone rings, and Isabel can hear the other person on the other line. They're like sound really distressed, so she's nervous, and Reagan's like sorry I'll be right back she's like god I hope everything's okay but she can hear Reagan in the other room talking to Katie she's like what the heck's going on so when she comes back in she's visibly upset and now it's like we gotta just talk about this because this is weird like you're upset you were just talking to Katie who I know is your ex so she's like what the fuck is going on and basically Reagan's just like oh I'm we're stuck in our lease I can't afford to get out of it like oh my god classic like there's nothing we can do. I'm stuck in it for a year. <gasps> mm-hmm. But please don't worry. There are absolutely no feelings there. It is like strictly Aww. financial, logistical purposes. That's oh, then explain to me why they were fucking fighting in the living room. So. Are you going to explain that to me? Well, let's just find out. Actually, that specific argument, we well, we don't know if they're arguing. We oh, know. fuck. I'm but sorry. But we, we know that little Exy was getting wildly distraught. Yeah. So uh, Isabel lets it go. But in the back of her head, she's like, whoa. <laughs> um, this yes, might be that. a really big red flag and get a little messy. Does she sleep over? I believe so. Yes, yes, yes. 
I okay, appreciate well, it. I don't at think it was got, a least... big enough red flag. <laughs> at least she got the bag. <laughs> she literally like buried the red flag under the bed and was like, we'll deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So they keep dating. It waves, it waves straight out the window. And <laughs> she's like, whoop. <laughs> Let me just push that out of the way. <laughs> so they keep dating over the next few weeks and they're having a fucking blast. They're so happy. They're hanging out okay. constantly. They're having sleepovers, the whole shebang. It is literally perfect besides the ex. Okay. Katie is constantly texting or calling Reagan when they're hanging out, asking what when she'll be home, fucking... asking if she can take her dog out. Just There's just always something for her to like have a purpose to call or text. She's just always finding a reason to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. It even gets to a point where one night they're laying in bed. It's like a weekday mm. late at night. And Katie, Katie... and Reagan. No. And <laughs> you so they're laying in bed and Katie calls Reagan and is like, hey, can you go to the grocery store for me? I really need such and such, but I'm no. not going to make it before they close. No. They go. <gasps> Isabel and Reagan go together. Reagan's and they're a like, sucker. They're like laughing about it. They're like kind of poking fun at how insane her ex is and like, this is such a crazy thing. Like. Reagan isn't really giving her any reason to be worried. Like she's with her in these moments. So she's like, this is going on? sucker yeah. behavior. Yeah. Mm. So, oh. yeah, I know it's, it's a little, uh, it's uncomfortable. And like at this point when she's going to the grocery store, she's like, this is uncomfy. I'm not liking this, but there's still like, this is only a couple weeks in. We're still honeymoon phase in it. Yeah, where she can't be like, hey, man, this is like a little fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's just like all vibes, kissing, loving, being cutes and stuff. And it's like, whatever. If I think I would rationalize it at that point and be like, if you're this comfortable doing this stuff with me here, then you really must be over it. And we're just being funny about it. And that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So this is like pretty much all the info we've gotten so far. And Isabel is just nervous. She's like, fearing that Katie still has feelings for Reagan or that she's like kind of trying to come in between them or get rid of Isabel and she trusts Reagan but like she has this doubt in her heart and like she's just scared rightfully so um and she's just really nervous once they kind of like move out of this honeymoon phase like is it Mm going to become a bigger problem if they have a fight and the roommates are like it's just getting kind of spooky and she like mm-hmm. just doesn't want it to become a bigger issue and she doesn't understand why neither of these girls have ever heard of boundaries so what should she that's do? it we don't know what happened no she needs advice honey <sighs> this is this is why okay, this yeah, is she's not here, she's here. a gossip only podcast because we have to help them too and then we get the rest of the gossip that's fair well you're not in the wrong i'll tell you that what's her girl's name isabel isabel I'm spooked for you, and also I can see how we got here. Totally. We've all been there. We've all been like, uh-oh, I'm going down a little bit of a windy road. Like, I'm just going to, oop, ignore that. Oop, <laughs> yeah. ignore that. No. And then you're like, whoa, how did I get into this spooky haunted house? And it's like, because you ignored the eight clowns with chainsaws walking in. Yeah, and then you're standing in the checkout line getting, like, chocolate chip cookie dough for your fuck buddy's ex, and you're like, well... <laughs> Here I am. I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, 
I think that if you guys have been going out for like a steady month at some point, I'd be like, hey, we got to we got to talk about the elephant in the room with like this is getting a lot and I'm not liking how much you guys are still intertwined in each other's lives. Like there's got to be some level of boundaries here. Um, And I think that I would just see how they respond to that conversation. If it's like, I'm sorry, this is like my best friend or I'm sorry. Like it's just too hard right now. We're just trying to figure it out. It's I get that it's weird, whatever. I still might not love that. But if they like actually starts, if Reagan starts actually putting up some, solid boundaries i would proceed with caution and keep cruising yeah yeah i think like we're giving isabel the advice right now so i cannot tell reagan that she needs to step it up and put some boundaries up like i can't say that but i'd love to but because you can't do that and as isabel can't force her to Isabel needs boundaries because I know she's going, Mm -hmm. why don't these girls have boundaries? But sis, you're not having any boundaries right now either. You're not Mm -hmm. protecting yourself. Like we can't just expect people to not create these like scary situations that we don't want to be in. They're going to happen. All we can do is control what we can. And she isn't doing that. She's not setting her boundaries. I would flat out set my own and go, listen, I'm starting to get pretty uncomfortable with this. Like Mm -hmm. I get that you guys have to live together. That's a shitty situation. You don't need to be texting all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be doing favors. I get that you both have dogs. So yeah, if she's not going to be home until late, you're taking your dog out. Of course, maybe mm-hmm. we set a calendar for that. So there need there doesn't need to be constant communication about it. Like we need to find ways where this isn't happening. Like mm-hmm. it's making me really uncomfortable. I trust you. Mm-hmm. I enjoy you. I, I bet they're saying this already. So I love you. <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm married to you (laughs) (laughs) and i love where this is going but this is getting a little out of hand so we need to find a way to make this a little more comfortable for everyone involved until this lease ends or find someone to take over your lease i don't really like the lease excuse i think it's kind of lame that if you want to not be in that situation you don't have to be in that situation. I think it's like a cop-out that you just don't want to deal with it, that it's like an inconvenience. But if you care about someone, you inconvenience yourself and deal with it. And I feel like people think that like if you break a lease, you go to jail. But it's like <laughs> you pay, what, $200 one time? Uh, I don't know. I think they'll like charge you for the rest of your lease sometimes. I think it can be pretty intense. I don't I think, think, think that you. they're that. I think if you're past like your year mark. And you're like month to month or so. I don't know. I think there's well, something. Well, they're clearly in, not they month to month. You. They're okay, like true. clearly if they if they have to. I'm assuming they have a year left in their lease, which they must have signed like a three year lease. I don't know the details of this lease agreement, Bro. but but listen, say hey, listen, I'm gonna move out. I will. I'm gonna start looking for a roommate to take over. Yeah, you my can spot. find someone to take over your spot. Yeah, but I can also see Katie if she is trying to like keep Reagan there being like, well, I don't want to live with someone I don't like. And then anyone Reagan tries to be like, this is a perfect candidate to live here. She's going to find an excuse of why they're not good. That's so lame. She's like, I don't want to live with someone I don't like. I want to live with someone I love. And it's you, bitch, my ex. What I could also see them doing and I don't want them to do. So I'm scared to even plant this in their little brains 
is <laughs> Isabel. Whoa, you went, we all, you went down. We all have little brains. Um, is Isabel moving in and taking over Lacey? <laughs> well, she's hiding. Um, because like, no, 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 don't do that at all. Don't do that. I'm just wondering. Don't do that. Don't if even they, listen. Don't if even they, hear If that. they say that. But then, like, maybe Reagan finds a new – I think Katie and Reagan need to sit down and go, listen, one of us has to leave and take 100%. over the lease. hundred percent. How do we want to do this? Would you like to stay? And I will help you look for a new roommate. And we'll – let's say we have three months to do that. Whatever. Put a time limit on it. Or uh-huh. – you go and you give me X amount of time until I find somebody to take over. But this uh-huh. living with the ex, you knocking on my door where I'm having sexy time on a first date to give us cookies. Weird. Weird. I would also be like, like if I was Isabel, I'd be like, listen, I'm not going to be happy if you keep answering her phone calls and her texts while we're together. I'm not down with that. Like, yeah, especially not together, but also you don't want to be sneaky and be like, you're only talking when you're not together. That's scary. No, but I, but I would be like, when I am literally with you and I look over and you're texting your ex that you also live with, I'm not going to be happy. And you're going to need to figure out to talk about how you can put those boundaries up for yourself. And if, if, if Izzy doesn't see Reagan start to build those boundaries, that would be the biggest ick for me. I'd be like, bitch oh, is juvenile. The yeah. fact that this is happening. I mean, we're like when we first started dating, I was living with my ex. We were in like that situation basically, but there mm-hmm. was other people there, which made it a little bit better. But like that was messy. And like, I feel like you were very good at being like, I don't like that. Yeah. I had to lay down the law a couple of times because y'all did have a spare room, but y'all that's were a, sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> so it's kind of That's worse. a different scenario. We were... <laughs> We did not have a spare room. We had half of the apartment and the other couple had the other half. So they used both the rooms, but only one to sleep in. And like I said, Izzy baby, do not take excuses. I mean, totally. Where there's a will, there's a way. And then we started (laughs) and then we started figuring it out. And look Mm -hmm. at us now. It obviously worked. But like it worked because I mean, I think a lot of it worked because Cam like really said her boundaries and was like i'm not down with like if i call you and i and i hear you like talking to your ex in the background that's like gonna piss me right off yeah Um, yeah and it did (laughs) yeah and like i really relate to izzy in this where i like didn't want to not be chill as we're getting into a relationship and like Mm -hmm. starting something i didn't want to be a hard ass i didn't want to like push you away as well when you're literally going to bed next to your ex it was like oh i'm just gonna like push her into her arms like that's scary um push her into her arms what do you say what but like like if you if you push somebody too much in the beginning like you don't know how someone's gonna react like that's a scary thought like oh i see okay i thought you meant that literally i was confused no but like that's that's so spooky so i completely get isabel Mm -hmm. being afraid to set those boundaries but nothing's gonna change unless you do because especially especially if nothing's going on and Reagan is like I don't see the problems I have no feelings for my ex I 100% love you I don't I don't see the issue I'm picking it up to make sure we like keep peace while we live here what it's nothing but it's not about that it's like I don't care if it's nothing to her it's something to uh-huh. you and your uh-huh. 
person you're dating should respect that. So you gotta lay down the law. Izzy baby, little peep peep. Izzy, please text us. I mean, no, don't. I mean, we're not gonna give you our number. <laughs> but please, you can text us at six four two. Email us um, an update. We would love to know what's going on. I, yeah, please. I would like this to yeah. feel like uh, my favorite part of Shark Tank, which is the updates mm-hmm. years later. So I would also like most episodes that follow up update would make me very excited. So send in your updates, yeah. people. Stayinguppod at gmail.com. Because just my as much little... as you want to stay up with us, we want to stay up with you. Get it, baby. All right. Well, Bro, my sleepy little pee-pee's got to go to bed. So you go sleep. You can tell I'm tired, can't you? You're exhausted. I can always tell because you kind of like zone out a little. I wasn't zoning at all. <laughs> Bro, I'm right here. No, I, no, but I just see you like, it's like, you know, when, when the brain starts going a little slower and you're like, oof, it's like harder to stay in it. Yeah, my eyes just get a little heavy. Also, one small thing that I've been noticing, I need to get, I need to update my uh, contact prescription. Mm-hmm. But when I am so used to just working at my computer or like, like the farthest thing I see for the most part is like stuff in our house. Mm-hmm. Then when I go into an office and I'm like trying to look across like a big open building basically. And like, I'm yeah. like, oh, who is that? I like literally can't see. And I think that mm-hmm. doing that so much in a day, I'm like, whoa, I'm tired. Your eyes have had to focus and refocus too much. Just a little baby. She's just a little baby. All right, guys. We Are you, you sad all. we're not going to sleep together tonight, honey? Yeah, I'm devastated. I don't want to talk about it. Don't even look at me. I'm so sad. It's not funny. I know, but why do you get like kind of mad at me about it as if I could do something? You're like... Because I'm controlling my sadness with anger. I know, but what could I do differently? Like, Oh, nothing. I'm not mad at you. I'm just like, don't talk about it. I'm sad and vulnerable and a little baby bitch. Shut up. (laughs) I love you. I love you, honey. Um, and we love hey, you guys and we will see yeah. y'all next week sleep tight oh wait 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 are you still recording yeah aren't you guys proud of us that i brought this that i brought this all the way here oh my god uh, we're leaving no 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 no. i brought a microphone all the fucking way to san francisco so that we could not miss a week do you know how new this is for us so if you haven't left a review yet i was just gonna say that get in there yeah get in there thank you get in there Get in there. Get, get in. Get, get in there. Get hashtag. In. Get so in there. Go no. <laughs> get your fucking pee pee in there. No, no. Stop. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What do pole dancing, AI chatbots, and diet culture all have in common? These subjects have a home on Embodied, the award-winning podcast I host from North Carolina Public Radio WUNC. My name is Anita Rao, and you can consider me your personal guide to taking on the taboo. Join me to explore important questions about our bodies and our society, where nothing is off limits. So go ahead, listen to Embodied every Friday wherever you get your podcasts.